Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Uh, uh, yeah We got the vibe on deck, bro Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go If you could just imagine some dudes into music Get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history So now what? They got they mics and gizmos Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo Yeah Welcome to Sports and Things A weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things. I'm your host, Dennis Turner. With me as always, I got the fellas, Jay Hill, Trey Ely, and John Lane. How y'all doing, fellas? Cool. This is the podcast where musicians who love to talk sports. And before we get started, I do have to say that we partnered with uh a sports network recently unhinged so we want to say thank you to unhinged for having us on the podcast you can check us shout out Shout out unhinged yeah man check yeah, us out go. saturdays at noon and they do an encore um on sundays i don't know when it when it airs on sundays but you can check us out on everywhere they do check podcasts out for us as well but if you want to check us out on unhinged they got a lineup of like a lot of great shows on there um I checked them out. I checked them out last week. I was laughing at, especially the wrestling show. I was laughing at the dude. It's it's it's, it's pretty funny. So, welcome. Thank you for having us, Unhinged. We're looking forward to like working with you guys. And um, with that, let's get on to our show. Uh, local. <laughs> 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 so, the benching of Dwayne's Haskins happened this week. Um, a lot of controversy. The, the timing was wrong. Uh, but we all agreed at the time it was wrong. Um, he's four weeks into this season, and it just it just looked bad. Like the whole thing about it just kind of looked bad. Um, and they put him as the um, the third string, so he's not even suiting up this week. They got Alex Smith as a second. Um, and I read today that um, Rivera said that he's not giving up on Haskins, but everything points to him looking like he gave up on Haskins. Like he's not even dressing for the game this weekend, and. I think the pressure's on Rivera to like get wins because the players are frustrated and all that stuff. So, and they're starting Kyle Allen this weekend against the Rams. So, Ray, is Allen the answer? All right. So there's a lot to unpack there, but I will. No, say, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a lot of stuff. But Allen is not the answer. He's not the answer. I believe he will be better than Haskins right now. Um, and I think that's what Rivera is going for. I do have a hot take that I haven't shared with you guys. I think that it's a possibility that this was um, Rivera's plot to um, get um, Haskins back on the bench in a learning capacity where he should have been all along. Um, so maybe this was his way to work him back to where he needs to be. Let the media kind of forget about him for a little while and then bring him back when he's ready. So you think you think he's gonna come back? You think you think there is a chance to come back? I don't know. It's a hot take, dude. 
<laughs> it's, it's a hot not. mess is what it is, nigga. <laughs> well, yes, that is true. Um, you know, blame Snyder. We got plenty of time to blame Snyder, but I blame Snyder, man. Always. I mean, that is his boy. Haskins is his boy. So. I mean, you can't, as an owner, you can't draft uh, players that your football people don't want and then, um, you know, throw them to the coaches. And then, the, I mean, he, he's done it multiple times. He's done it multiple times. So, so, I mean, so you guys, uh, you think Allen uh, the answer? I mean, I think I think he's Rivera's answer. Like he was in Rivera's system, right? So like he knows the system. You don't have to worry about him like having a the learning curve isn't as 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 as, as long. I mean, look, think about it like this. Haskins had three coaches in what two years? So he's yeah. he's constantly learning a new system. Uh, I don't I don't give Callahan credit. No, he, had, he had two coaches. He had two coaches. Yeah, that's two point five. System. Two point five. Two point five. <laughs> But he only played the last the last games of, of last season. He didn't really. He wasn't a starter last year. So you're looking. You get. You you're basing him off of thirteen games. Thirteen I mean, games. Here's here's my take on it. Uh, Kyle Allen started the season last year balling. He I think uh, in his first game he threw four touchdowns, no picks. Um, in the last what was it, the last six or last nine games of the season, he threw 19 interceptions. You said Kyle Allen? So it, Kyle Allen. Okay. So, so it's it's clear that there is something with Kyle Allen that is that is making him more of a less than average Kirk Cousins than anything else. Sounds like you know, he's, more than average James Winston. Or, yeah. Yeah, which, by the way, I've heard I've heard numerous reports that he could come here next year, but that's we're not going to talk about that. Um, but all that to say, oh, God, Kyle Allen God. is definitely not the answer. He's only slightly better than Dwayne Haskins. I'm going to still stick with my my gut instinct, which was that he he needed to be benched, and he needs to be able to sit on the bench and learn mechanics and just learn how to be a good starting quarterback. But for now. Kyle Allen is Rivera's boy, and I trust Rivera. All right. Well, with Alex Smith being put in the second string, I'm going to throw this question to Jay Hill. Do you think he's going to start a game this year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading the questions, and I'm like, this shit is fucking funny. <laughs> well, contrary to the comedy, yes. Um, wow. I think – um, Alex Smith can still be better than both of them. It is just a matter of him being mentally prepared after going through the injury that he went through. That's the only, that's really the only hurdle that Alex Smith has, his mental game. Because from what we've seen, and of course, as we know, Trey, it, it, training camp means everything. Um, oh, God, no. Every yeah. day so, so all the footage of training <laughs> camp is, is the greatest thing ever. So, so I would say his mechanics are probably um, 80 to, you know, maybe even higher, better than both Haskins and Allen. So we know he can deliver as an NFL quarterback. The question I mean, is, he, had a, he had a winning record. He had a winning record before he got injured. Yeah, yeah, but has, has, has anybody winning I've ever seen in my life? 
Has anybody seen the, the dude throw a football since he's come back for real? The team has. Yeah. Right. As a matter of fact, so, I heard a report that uh, Alex Smith, uh, the true test that he's waiting, he's waiting desperately to go through is getting hit. Yeah, that report came out at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Right? He's waiting to get yeah. hit. Yeah, he and wants that, he that, wants to get hit. Yeah, let Trey Young hit him. Soul. That hurts my soul to even. But that's with oh. every that's with every every sport every like basketball yeah. football you yeah. like like when Hayward broke his leg in the NBA like it was like yo you yo. got to get over the mental part wait wait right. Hayward Hayward broke, Hayward, Hayward broke his bro, leg he been he's the, he been the same part. since that's why. well that's what I'm, I'm not saying he's gonna be exactly the same but at least you're not. Yeah, I bet Hayward is still better than like he's got a metal rod in thirty percent of the league, maybe even forty percent. Hayward is still the bottom twenty five percent, bro. Like they don't even need him to play. Okay. Either way, Alex he Smith can still is play. better. Than, Alex Smith is better than right now. Both of these two combined, so he's definitely he, a more seasoned will, player. Exactly, which I think will give him more favor uh, in Rivera's eye. Than, than the other two. So it's like, all right, Allen, you came in, you lost two games. Let's see what Smith can do. And then we have the, the proverbial QB carousel. I think the reason why people don't give Alex Smith a lot of credit is because he's not a he's not a showman quarterback. He's not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not an Aaron Rodgers. He's a very conservative quarterback. He rarely makes mistakes because he doesn't throw the ball that much. He'll he'll run out of bounds if he has to. He'll throw the ball away if he has to. But he check avoids down. checking. He, he avoids check downs because that's just not the type of quarterback he is. And I think that's why San Francisco got rid of him and went to the Super Bowl. And I think that's why Kansas City got rid of him and went to a Super Bowl. So if we can get rid of him, maybe we can go to a Super Bowl. <laughs> wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> wow. I think I think John got the winning point on, on that on that one. <laughs> John John hit the the nail in the coffin. Captain Checkdown needs to go, and then you uh, you win a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> more to the point. So John, I'm gonna ask you since since Haskins is sitting now, and he's gonna be sitting for I guess the unforeseeable future. Do you think Haskins returns as a starter? Well, that's why I was I, I was. Uh, uh, you know, Trey made mention to that. And it kind of surprised me because I think Ron Rivera is saying things right now that should be said, but I don't know if he's going to follow protocol because we've seen what we, we've seen what he's done already at the beginning of the season. He said this was a developmental stage, and these are all young players that need to be that need to be developed. And now here we are uh, at week five, and this division which sucks is up for grabs and now he's changing the protocol now he's trying to win the division instead of trying to just uh uh mentally prepare so now what he's saying is i'm not going to give up on haskins with him saying that and with what trey mentioned it definitely sounds like we could see a return of of haskins maybe towards the end of the season because i don't think that alex smith is going to survive the season if he comes back and I do think he is going to come back because Kyle oh, Allen is not the I'm answer. So, I think so Kyle scared. Allen. Is so, but you mean survive the season by like injury wise? You mean he's not going to yes. survive? 
No way. Nah, like that, listen, nah. the dude had 17 surgeries in a year. Nah, he's going to survive no, he, the season. No, 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 no. I'm saying he's not going to survive it. Yeah, I know. I agree. I think me yeah, and Trey well, agree. Think John he thinks he's Superman, so he's going to, you know, no, he's Jay a million dollar man. Uh, Jay, yeah, Jay. Jay thinks he's the $1 million dollar man, so he's going to, like, his nah, bionic nah. leg is going to be able to play. The only way, I, the only way we see Haskins again is if the season takes a drastic turn to losses. I think will, that's I think will, that's one that's one way we'll see him. The yep. last few games again, like here, you finish out this loss as season. But didn't it. they do that last year? Right, but not under Rivera. Uh oh. Completely different. They did. Yeah, not but the Rivera. other way you'll see Haskins is if we if we win the division early and Rivera wants to rest players, then they'll put Haskins in. True. Like the last two games of the season or the last game of the season. But you won't have that much of a lead to, to have that luxury, I don't believe. <laughs> you won't have that much that much of a lead in the in the division to to really have, you know. It'll be like, close. We can cruise. We can cruise. Well, right. Listen, we all agree that the NFC East is the cesspool of the NFL at this point, right? So like <laughs> yeah. you can you can really you can realistically have a seven and nine season. If if the Washington football team can find a way to squander out six more wins. <laughs> like, they have a shot to make it into the playoffs. Like, but the question remains, does Haskins come back? Not even as, 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 a, as a starter for the Washington football team. As a starter in general, does he come back? Oh, he's, he's going to come back in the league. He's, there's a team that's, that's, that's going to want him, even if he's a starter. And he's, he's, he's going to start with another team. I think uh, the way that the way that it is looking right now, Haskins does not want to be here. Uh, yesterday, he unfollowed Kyle Allen, the Washington football team, and Ron Rivera on Twitter and Instagram. So he wants no parts of, of all this. The report that's came crazy. out by Les Why Carpenter. Uh, Le- <laughs> but I don't think Les that's Carpenter. what it is. I think, see, I think what it is is he's a hometown boy. Because I was having this discussion with somebody else. He's a hometown boy. He knew what it would be like for him to come in here and turn this franchise around. He does not feel like he's getting a fair shot. So I'm gonna need all I'm gonna need to block out all the noise. I'm gonna need to block out all that stuff. I'm not going anywhere, but nah. I'm gonna disagree with you on that. But because you still gotta see him. You gotta you still gotta see him though. You still gotta see him. Right. But right. I ain't gotta read everything. I ain't I, I, mean, I don't let think... me see you on this on this level and then I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna study, I'm gonna do what I need to do to possibly win my job back. He didn't know, know what he, he might... didn't know what he was he didn't know what he was getting into before no, he, he got here. No, he didn't. He I did. thought you were saying he did. I thought you were no, saying no, no, this no, is no, what no. I need to do. No, but I'm saying I'm saying he he saw in his mind he could be the savior for the Redskins. He's a hometown boy, so yeah, it feels good to be like I bought, you know, I bought the reverence back to this this team, you know, this Washington area team that was like in the dumps. Or there's didn't. definitely an arrogance about him that has hurt him more than than helped, and, and a lot of a lot of what's happened to him is self inflicted. Like he was so upset and pouting at the draft because he wasn't picked earlier uh, in the first round, and yeah, he was. was just so disappointed. He was, you know what I mean. And he's he's kind of like Cam Newton, where you know Cam is a is a great winner, but he's an extremely sore loser. And when Dwayne, when things don't happen the way that, that Dwayne likes it, he 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 will show it, and he will run the narrative where people are hating on him. Um, and so I think the reason why Kyle, the only reason why Kyle is not going to last 
is because his performance is mediocre. I think people are going to like Kyle Allen because his head is in the right place because he knows that he has a lot of work that he's got to do uh, because you have to keep this in mind. It has, it, it had been said that in practice, Dwayne Haskins looked way better than Kyle Allen. People, well, that's, that's why he started. The season, before right, the season. So we just read that it looked like there's a lot of reports coming out that he has slacked off since the, he won the starting job. Exactly. He had, hey, but no, why, would yeah. you, hey, why is, would you do that? That's the question. Like, why would because, you Because, because he knew there's no way they're going to bench me over this dude. And the other dude is way too hurt to play. Way too hurt. So I got this. I'm locked. I'm, and I'm a hometown boy. Exactly. That's the 22 year old has. That's why. Yeah. That's the that's the naivete of I'm the shit. Y'all don't have any other answers besides me, so I can kind of cruise into this. I don't really have to, you know, be the Tom Brady study guy. I'm I'm good. Y'all, I, I this, this is my this is my job to lose, and you lost it. <laughs> well, check check this out. Um, this is actually a question I was going to ask you, Dennis. Um, how long? If he doesn't get injured, how long until Dwayne ha- uh, until uh, Kyle Allen is benched? Here is the schedule. He's got the Rams on Sunday, mm-hmm. then the Giants, then the Cowboys, then the Giants again, then the Lions and the Bengals. Four Those games. are the next. <laughs> <laughs> you gave you gave Haskins four games. I'm giving Allen four games. Like wow. if he does, if he did, the, the way he's looking at this point, if I you're agree. not showing up in four games, you 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 they trying somebody else. But I already believe Allen. Okay, so a couple things. I already believe Allen is going to play better than Haskins, and I already believe his attitude will be better than Haskins. So his teammates and everybody will be behind him more, which makes a world of difference. So yeah, that that, that is true. There are, there there were players that came out and 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 said that you know Haskins' attitude needed to change. Um, so weird, man. Like, it's so many conflicting reports coming out of Washington football teams camp. Like, that's not at, weird. That's normal. I mean, yeah, <laughs> normal for them. But like, at the end of the day, you got reports of people saying, you know, when he rallied the team after the first game, they, that's what that's the leadership they be looking for. They made him the captain. They made him captain. They made him. The yeah, captain. they did. You're right. The players made him that. captain. So there's yeah. something to that. And that's not just because you are QB1. There's something that you see in the leadership qualities in that player because you don't have to be QB1 to be the, the captain of the offense or, you know, at all. Like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be the leader. You don't have to be the, the leading stat getter to be the captain. It's a leadership quality that the other players see in you, and they want to they, – they believe in you as a leader. So and he did that all through the quote-unquote, you know, training, no non-preseason time – but he slacked off. That's what everybody, that's the sentiment that people are like not, that's what we can't see because there's no more like internal video of him in training camp. Like, I don't feel like throwing a day or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like they were saying Alex Smith was getting to the gym earlier than him. Like, okay. I mean. Yeah. They were saying Alex, that. Alex got yeah. something to prove at this point too. Alex got more to prove. Like, And you should too. No, I agree. I agree. Dwayne had a lot more to prove than Alex. Yes, and that's the problem. Physically, physically, no, I don't think so. I think no, not physically, but he. I think physically, yes. Shit. Well, Dwayne ain't never done nothing in the NFL yet. He's got everything to prove. Exactly. Got everything to prove. You know, there's something to be said, man, about these quarterbacks that have not 
worked out or have or have had the same result with uh, RG3 and uh, Dwayne Haskins and um, uh, not Jason Campbell, but there's another quarterback, not Patrick. Anyway, um, but these are all Snyder guys. Jason Campbell, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> when 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 is the conversation going to be had with Dan Snyder to say, stop trying to do our job? Like, I mean, the conversation has been Jerry had. Jones those people were walked out the door. Well, wait, Jerry Jones does it. Why can't I do it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, he's, 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 he's a Jerry Jones butt kisser. He wants to be the next exactly. Jerry Jones. Remember exactly. what happened to Marty Schottenheimer? Marty Schottenheimer yeah. tried to run that team like he was hired to do, and he ended up out of there before the one season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, or at the, the end of the first What season. was the conversation that was had on Monday morning <laughs> when Ron Rivera walked into Dan Snyder's office? It was like, so this nigga ain't going to work out. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put in my guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that anybody, Ron Rivera is a very smart guy, good leader, seems to be a good business person. He just knows how to deal with people. And I'm pretty sure that this was preempted. I'm pretty sure he had conversations with Snyder and said, hey, look, I'm going to give him a shot. This is what we're doing. This is what I mean, I'm sure he's giving him a whole lead up. And he gets to the point and he's like, here we are. Plans getting executed. But it was it was Haskins' job to lose, and he lost it. Yep. It was his job to lose. His numbers proved that he should be on the bench. Well, his last game he threw for over 300 yards and had over 70% completion rate. Like that those numbers genuinely I mean my my disclaimer is that I wasn't actually watching the game. I just read the numbers. Yeah, yeah. that was now, his but best I, game of the season. I saw, I, no I saw the comments from you guys, and you, you know, like most, more, more, than, more so than not, it was he sucks. <laughs> well, that's yeah. why I said he was overthrowing open man and doing all that stuff. Still, yeah, he, was, he was, but yeah. that's why I, that's why I made that's why I mentioned in the chat that I, I felt like he was not the one that was losing the game until I saw him play more in the second half, and then I could see a lot of the throws. He was missing were over or off target, off target. <laughs> he was losing, he was losing situational football, he which was, is what Rivera he was in him. Yeah. Bad decisions. He wanted bad decisions. Bad decisions. Bad decisions. Yeah. Like, like, the whole, the whole, like you see, they keep bringing up the fourth down play. It's fourth down and goal. You can't throw it to the five. Throw it to the end zone. Whatever happens, happens. Oh, you threw a pick? Who cares? We right. And there was the argument where people were like, how can you throw it in the end zone? When there's four four DBs and safeties in the end zone, it's like yeah. that's not the point. Because it's fourth down. Said, it's the last play. They get a touchback. Right. right. <laughs> it was I mean, fourth down anyway. And we were right. already and you were already at the sixteen, I think. So mm-hmm. you gave him four yards. That was it. Yeah. Well, that's your point. I think that he's he has to do a lot of computing and a lot of thinking in that process. Like he doesn't want to upset. The coaches, he doesn't want to upset the players. Like you got two, you got two worlds pulling on you, and you want to make the best decision for yourself as well. As a quarterback, you know, playing the position, like you, you got to do a lot of computing when you before you even hike the ball when you walk into the line, and it's an unfair position to put the kid in because, like I said, his numbers suggest that he actually played well last no, week. No, it's not an unfair position if you're studying. It's not an unfair position if you're prepared. That's the thing. You are prepared. I can see you are not prepared. You should have seen that DB, that that corner, that linebacker. You should have called whatever. Like, we can go back to the film after the game, and I can show you. See right here? You should have checked down and made him run this and then thrown it over there because this was wide open. But see, yeah, wait, wait, wait. 
Here's the argument, though. Here's, here's, the other, here's the other side of that argument. So, Dwayne Haskins has been in the league for two years. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has been in the league for th- three years. Or four years. Three, three years. Three years. And Patrick said last year that he's just beginning to understand how to read yeah. defenses. Yeah. That's but there's a, there's a studied. Yeah, there's a drastic <laughs> difference between those two quarterbacks. And I'm not saying Dwayne Haskins is on – uh, Patrick Mahomes level at any. I'm, I'm gonna tell no. you what the drastic difference between those two quarterbacks are. One of those quarterbacks went to school for four years and played football. There you go. The the other quarterback did not have that much of an experience in what did one they say? year. He would be of a football. junior. He would be a junior right now. Yes. Yeah. He'd be a junior be? right now. Yeah. Like Cam Newton was in a class all by himself. He only went to school for one year, but he he won the national championship. So that pedigree was brought to Carolina when Ron Rivera was Ron Rivera scoped him out. He's like, we're going to, we're going to get this guy. And he was able to, he was able to coddle him and, and get his mind right. Try to not, you know, try, try to get him to not be so cocky and to focus more on trying to win. And he had a very successful coaching uh, career in Carolina and Cam Newton is a future hall of famer. I mean, they almost won. They, they, They were one play away from winning. One play, yeah. so yeah. so I mean it's 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 clear that the experience that Dwayne Haskins had in college was not enough um, to be drafted in the first round, and everybody saw it. That's the thing. Even Jay Gruden saw it, and Jay Gruden did not want to play him, and then he knew he was going to get fired, and he said, "I don't care if I'm going to be fired <laughs> tomorrow." Dwayne Haskins is not going to be the starting quarterback. And nobody wanted to listen. And we put the motherfucker in there, and he's just shitting bricks. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, he, he does have talent. You can see it. But he doesn't know how to pinpoint his accuracy. His mechanics are all over the place. And his mind is not – he's just mentally not there. He's all about, he's all about self-gratification and trying to get people to support him. But you got to earn that. You have to earn, you got to earn but it. And apparently, I feel like and that's people thing. didn't prepare him for that. Apparently he did earn it because they made him captain. That's Some what I'm, that's dumb what I'm ass reason. Like, I don't we, know we keep going back to him. Being, the team did. The team votes on the captains, right? The team I votes mean, on the captains. They probably he's, did that because they wanted to gas his head up so that he could be prepared yeah. and, and he's the starting quarterback. quarterback. It's he's the quarterback. It's automatic. And it's not like you got Adrian Peterson there anymore because Adrian Peterson would have been captain. That's another terrible thing they did. Like he, he would have been captain geez, easily. Geez. Here are the last six games of the season for Washington. It gets really tough. So, like I said, they got the Rams and then the Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Lions, Bengals. And then they got the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Then they got the Steelers. <laughs> then the 49ers. Then the Seahawks, the Panthers, <laughs> Eagles. Yeah, so so I said I said Cal Allen gets four games, and then we see maybe like a game and a half for Alex Smith before they snap his leg off, and then who's quarterback? Oh my god! I think Cal Allen is gonna last longer than you think, man. Hey, you remember those? Uh, you remember the <laughs> the GI Joe dolls when you broke the pelvis area? Yep, <laughs> and the rubber band. Yep. <laughs> That's Alex Smith. Damn! <laughs> oh man! So I said four games. Trey said more than four. I'm going to give him six. I'm going to say he'll be done by the Bengals. I'm going to give him six. 
Yeah, I'm going to give him six. I'm going hot take. I think Kyle, Kyle Allen's going to make it through the season because I think he's going to play a little bit better than he did in Carolina, a little more experience. I think he's going to throw too many picks. You think he's going to play better than Burrow? <laughs> no, Burrow's good, man. Y'all hating on Burrow. Jay's man is good, man. I'm not hating on Burrow. I, Burrow he's Burrow's doing all right. Burrow had four games of 300 yards plus, man. He, he's rookie record. Yeah, he's, hey, he's, re- hey, hey, real quick. Can, can we all talk about what the hell happened to Tom Brady in a game against the Bears? Oh, I know exactly what happened. This is five downs. Yeah, this is easy. You this thought there were five easy. downs? No. So, so, so Tom Brady is a great quarterback. He's the GOAT. We all know who Tom Brady is. Tom Brady is used to the luxury of being also coached by the GOAT. He is now in a system that is not as functional and not as strong as where he was. There is no way that in New England – they wouldn't have that system there wouldn't have had him aware of what down and and, and all that situation, bro. He had a massively good support system where they he got came signals, from. they got signals, they got everything. And they I, still look, I'm gonna give you, too. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you the, the answer that's going to be the answer of all answers about Tom Brady. Tom Brady is Joe Biden. He old, <laughs> old, yeah. old, old, old. That's what, he Michael said. He <laughs> That's what Michael Irvin said. He forgot. That's what Michael Irvin said. He said Tom oh, Brady's showing his age. Oh, I just thought boy. that was. I just thought but that, that was. That's the easy bizarre, take, though. Man. That's the easy take. Yeah, that's the easy take. Well, okay. So to wrap up this, do the Washington football team make the playoffs with Cal Allen as quarterback? Real quick, go quick, Jay. Uh, not with Cal Allen as quarterback. John. No. Trey. No, not unless Jesus is quarterback. <laughs> what? Jesus or this Jesus? Team, this team is not oh, making Jesus. the playoffs, bro. Oh, Jesus. All right, okay. Jesus I Shuttleworth? I, Jesus Shuttleworth. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm in agreement. I think I think they don't make the playoffs. So, we can end it right there. And when we come back, we're going to take a break. We come back, we're going to get into more with sports and things. Be back. What's up, people? It's your boy, Jay Hill. Just want to let you know where to find us. On Facebook and Instagram at Sports and Things. S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore and underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z. And on Twitter at Is Sports. Capital I, capital Z, S-P-O-R-T-Z. Yeah, we got a little creative with it. So now... You can follow us, you can subscribe, you can spread the word. Thanks. Now back to this episode. And welcome back, everybody, to Sports and Things. We're going to get right back into this subject. Uh, NFL, we're still talking NFL. Um, there are a few players who are making a really good case for MVP of the NFL four weeks in. We're going into week five. Josh Allen is arguably at the top of the list with a lot of people. Russell Wilson is making the biggest case for MVP of the NFL. Um, I want to get, Jay, your take on who make who's making the best case for MVP of the NFL right now. Well, the thing is, I don't think he cares about it. Um, but I think uh, Brady actually is going to um, – get the real cobwebs off and get sharper and get, you know, like just 
way, way better than, than you know, not saying he's looked in New England, but just like, oh, okay, this is the time we're familiar with. Like right now, he's still he's he's above average, which is still above a lot of QBs, but I think he's gonna like really take it a whole nother level. Now that we see he's not under Belichick, and it's like he's got to do a lot more. So I I think uh, I think Brady's gonna make a strong strong push. Even though, like I said, I don't think he cares. I think he just wants to win. So your take on MVP out of the host of players is that the Tom, Brady, Tom Brady is going to be your MVP of he's, the NFL this year. He's going to push that shit. Okay. <laughs> Trey, your thoughts. <laughs> Man, I, I, you know, I don't think I can, you know, follow that act there. But anyway, um, <laughs> You never been to the circus? You never been to the circus? <laughs> Clearly. So, um, so I believe that uh, it's going to be between Patrick Mahomes and uh, Russell Wilson. And my pick is Russell Wilson. I think, you know, Russell Wilson's really going to pull it out. I mean, that guy's just a phenomenal player. So, I'm going to Russ. Is that the hot take? That's not a hot take. It's not even a hot take. No, no, it's a hot take. Exactly. So wait, so but no no other quarterbacks like the Bills are what, four and one right now? I mean they're doing four and oh right now. Josh Allen as an MVP. I'm gonna tell you who's gonna win MVP. Aaron Rodgers. Interesting. I'm gonna say Aaron Rodgers. Even though I I I don't think they're gonna get far in the playoffs if they make the playoffs. But what he's doing with the team, the way the team's been broken up, his head coach is gone. You don't really have any receivers, but their team is playing very well. Like I just see, I can see them excelling uh, as the season goes on, um, and you know it's it's all because of him. You put any other quarterback back there, it's I think, not happening. I think John and Jay Hill are biased towards people in their own age group. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is. I was gonna ask this question. Did you think Aaron Rodgers is like the LeBron of the NFL in that you can put anybody around him and he'll make the team look good? I think that's Tom Brady. Wouldn't that be Brady? That's Brady. Ah, Brady got a coach, bro. Like Brady had a coach for the last twenty years. So yeah, but, and he had a system. But so he, the system worked. But Aaron but Rodgers, he out there, but he still too. got to deliver. He still got to throw the ball. Yeah, but like my point is, you have a system that works because you have you get rid of one of the players, you just replace that player with the same prototypical player. LeBron had to go into different scenarios and produce, regardless of what was around him. You know what I'm saying? But that's not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers had the same head coach. He had Mike McCarthy his whole his whole career until now. I guess that's true too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think there is a LeBron of the NFL. To be honest with you, there isn't a there isn't a player. The football is such a different animal. I don't see any quarterback that can go to several different teams and do what LeBron is doing. That's just a whole different scenario. I mean, it's a much more difficult scenario, but that's a whole different scenario. Maybe if it if he was a tight end, maybe if it was a tight end or a, a wide receiver, but not as a quarterback. That's just it's. No, it would have to be running back. But no, I'm gonna say, wouldn't wouldn't LeBron was a tight end, wasn't he? Yeah, but wouldn't LeBron's position if you if you had to go to the 
equivalent in the NFL be quarterback since he's a facilitator? I would say no, only because he became a facilitator. He wasn't. He didn't start off as a facilitator. He came in as a facilitator. Though, oh, he didn't come nah, in he as didn't, a facilitator. Nah, right? he, no, he didn't come he in as a facilitator. That. He developed yeah, it. Yeah, he definitely developed it. But, he was close. He was close. I mean, yeah. We wait, wait, wait. Magic LeBron, LeBron has always been a pass-first, team-oriented player. Mm, no, oh, not in the beginning. You got half of that statement right. You got half of that. You got half of that statement right. He's always been a team-oriated person. He ain't always been a pass first. No, that's right. Well, that's right. He wasn't so like pass that first comes with age, right? So you you think, exactly. Yeah. Even Kobe pass, was like that. Pass Kobe first and Michael Jordan. Hold on. Kobe pass who? First. What? 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 Kobe oh, and Michael oh. Jordan. Kobe was wait, much wait. worse. Kobe was pass never. We <laughs> <laughs> started off as pass never. The word pass ain't in Kobe's vocabulary, bro. <laughs> Kobe you know, ain't no I team, but it's a me that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, oh, you want you want this? You want this ball? Come prime no, my dead Le- hands, motherfucker. LeBron, LeBron has gotten to the point where he has realized I can sustain my career the less I go into the paint, the more I defer to these other people as long as they make shots. I don't have to take all of this contact. I can I mean modern medicine has helped as well, but I can I can have way more longevity. I can do a Robert Parrish off this bitch. And y'all will be like, yo, he's still he's still putting up numbers at, at year 19. Yeah, I am. Fuck y'all. You know, but it's, it's completely different. He had to get to that level because at first everyone's asking you to take over the game, like win the game for us. What that looks I, like to everybody is different. So it turns into just score the ball. But I don't, I don't think the, the, the conversation of trying to pinpoint uh, LeBron in the NFL, I don't think you can really make you, – you, you, there is no take there. You, there is no LeBron of the NFL. I think you can back. probably make the case for a Michael Jordan of the NFL, which a lot of people are saying is Patrick Mahomes right now. But, but I thought the I thought the, the 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 comparison to Michael Jordan would be based on rings. Would would be Tom Brady. Well, yeah, no, see, that's what I, would I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't compare Michael Jordan to Tom Brady because Jordan has never lost. He's never lost a championship. Ooh. So if anything, Tom Brady with if, if anything, Tom Brady would be closer to LeBron. Right. But but you know, yeah. Tom Brady's only been on one team up until now, which is why I don't like to make that comparison. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's that's why I don't want to make that comparison. So, um, but Patrick Mahomes is only three years into his career, so you wouldn't compare him to Michael Jordan at this point, right? Like you could. I think Max Kellerman made that made that. Uh, he made that pick by calling him Michael Jordan of, of, of football. I would I would compare Durant. I would compare Mahomes to Durant. Durant? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Why? No. No, no, no. Yeah, I can't see that, but no, 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 no. You, you gotta explain that one. I don't get I don't get that either. <laughs> Nobody gets it, Jay. Nobody still, gets it. At what point does he join a team that already won seventy three games the year before? Without him? <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. The Chiefs, the Chiefs have won sixty games, right? Or, am I wrong? 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 No. Okay. Moving <laughs> on. Sixty games. Moving on. Moving on. In the history, maybe in the history, <laughs> right? Oh shit! <laughs> These takes they are got two fired. Super Bowls. They really got two Super Bowls. So uh, who who would Patrick Mahomes most be like then? I, 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 I would say three I would years say, in, so it I would has say, to be somebody young. I would say a young Dwayne Wade. Dwayne, a young Dwayne Wade. 
Yeah. Because he won young. Yeah, maybe. He had Shaq. Yeah, uh, Mahomes had. Right, we we have to see more. We got to see more. We got to see more from from Mahomes. I think we got to see a lot more. You got to remember, Dwayne Wade lost lost the finals. Um, I, we but, we got to see a lot more. But who would be who would be his Shaq? Who would be Mahomes' Shaq? Chelsea, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know this is this is this is loose interpretation. Let's just move Before on. This is this is getting weird now. Let's Good move idea. on. Nah, Joe. Nah, Joe. <laughs> let's get out of here. Nah, Joe. No, no, no. Let's let's move. We're gone. We're gone. We're gone. It's over. It's over. It's over. Get your DC out of here. Get your DC out of here. Get the Washington football team out of here. We're done with that. Okay, we're done. Um, next subject. Um, Titans have uh. Oof. had a lot of players test positive for COVID over the last week or two. And it's it's been showing that they've been really careless with their activities leading up to a lot of the players catching COVID. So, John, I'm going to throw the question to you. What Should there be any disciplinary action for them with their lack of – for being irresponsible as a franchise? Because now they're they're – impeding on the schedule schedules have to be changed and play like games have to be moved around to kind of accommodate this lack of care yeah i mean look they had to punish who is it the raiders and somebody the Steelers. else they punished the Steelers, the Steelers. Took, oh, oh i'm sorry no i misunderstood what right? you were saying no no that's not true yeah. i thought you meant yeah, that the titans impacted the Steelers. go ahead no, I was going to say the Raiders were, were, were punished for not wearing masks. Or I think it was the Raiders and the Chiefs or something like that. They got punished for not wearing masks. But you are talking about uh, a situation now. First of all, they're not in a bubble like the NBA. We all remember what happened with Louis Williams. So the way that Louis. this is going to affect uh, not just the players, but the way that this is going to affect the game and affect the season all because people were being negligent. Yeah, you you gotta hand down some sort of punishment. I don't know if it has to do with fine. I feel like fines are not punishment enough. I think what needs to happen is um, there has to be suspensions. Um, obviously, they can't play the games at a normal normal time. You know, this all goes back to what we've been talking about since we started this podcast. Is that these players are young. And, you know, yeah. we talked about how careless high school and college ball players are. But these guys are young, too. Like, they're going to want to they're going to want to do stuff that they feel that they are privileged to do. And they think that they can do it and and, and they can hide. hide surgery. What was that? The New York Jets player that started messing with that girl that brought a girl from to his hotel, his hotel room or something like that. Right, right. Like they think they just think that they're invincible. Invincible. And. They have to, they, they've got to be punished somehow because it's not sending the message. All that, all that it's doing is it's saying, well, we can do this and all they're going to do is just move the games because they're not going to try to cancel the season because that's a ton of money that they're losing. So if a punishment is handed down, maybe that'll get the message across. But who do you punish? Because like, the players are taking their cues from coaches at this point right like well you gotta you gotta punish the whole franchise everybody which they do 
They do. Yeah. You they have find, to punish they find the franchise. They find the players. They find the franchise. You can suspend the, the actual players who were negligent. Also, you got to punish the whole franchise because the franchise should have kept close um, should have kept close ties with all the players. Maybe that's kind of impossible when you're not in a bubble, but that's their responsibility. Like those players are your responsibility. And if they're just going around and doing whatever the hell that they want to do without protecting themselves, being maskless, that's your own damn fault. You know, it's interesting because like my take on it is very similar. And it, it goes back to the beginning of where we, when we started talking about COVID and how it was going to affect the NFL and how it was different from the NBA. Like there is no bubble. These players are moving around outside of the facilities. Like they shut down, they shut down the um, Titans facility. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 they, they can't even go in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's because of young players not being responsible and not being held accountable for, you know, maintaining their social distancing. Like I, you, we all watch the news. We all watch everything that's going on. There are people getting affected, especially in the United States, more and more as we go into this fall season. And Every day. Players aren't – they are just as susceptible to that as anybody else. And the fact that they aren't in a bubble and you aren't, you aren't maintaining a, a protocol for players to stay safe and to stay within their own confines of their facilities – you're always subjected to like this possibility of people getting sick and spreading it. So it's not smart. It's not safe. It doesn't make any sense. And I think that at the end of the day, they should be more than fine. Like you should like, I mean, but what other punishment do you give them? Like what, like, I mean, I I heard stories about how they were going to have to force them to forfeit games. Yeah, like you, 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 you basically minimize their opportunities to make it into the postseason because they're showing themselves to not even be responsible enough to handle being around other players at this point. So you you, you take them out of the playoff equation totally. If if, if we even get to a playoffs in the NFL, because I think the NFL will have to go to a bubble if it gets to the playoffs. I mean, we just heard uh, a report this morning that. They had to cancel the Jets practice because players tested positive. And then tonight they found out that those tests, they got tested again and the tests were negative. So the Jets, the Jets are good. But why are we getting these reports? Obviously, the NBA and the NHL, they did it right. They had zero, zero positive uh Outbreaks. At they, haven't had, yeah, they haven't had any. You can't, they haven't you can't had bubble any. the NFL. It's too many people. Hey, man. Right. You need to holler at Doc Cars, Trey. They're getting you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I said you can't bubble the NFL. It's too many people. They still got you. No, you know what it is? Your volume, your volume, it's, it's your volume. Yeah, your volume is really loud. And it's oh, yeah. Clipping. Pull your volume down a little bit, Trey. You're clipping. But uh, um, it, it, is, it is the bubble. I mean, it is the bubble. It's. um. First of all, I was talking to Trey about this before. I don't know how baseball did it, but they did it. They actually got through the whole season. Now they're in the bubble, but they actually got through the entire season with positive outbreaks and all. And they are now in the uh, the championship series. So they did it. 
I think there is a lot that we don't know that's going to come out after because people hid shit, period. That's what I think. And I think it could even come up with the NBA. Like so-and-so had it, uh, but we didn't really report it or it, it, it didn't get reported, so he was allowed to play. Like, oh, that's fucked up. He put everybody in danger. He should have been sitting. It's going to be a lot of that just going to come about. I had symptoms, but, you know, somehow I was able to get a negative test, so nobody ever questioned me. I was able to keep playing. You know, it's going to be a whole bunch of those sort of stories. And maybe some of it might be true, some of it might be false, but I think there's a lot we just will never know. You know, just to wrap this up, I think that I agree. It's just kind of sad that the players aren't taking responsibility to be responsible to maintain social distancing and to keep other players safe. We don't. We still don't know the long-term effects of COVID and what it means if you get it. Like, we know what affects you. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he, won't, he, won't, he won't have that long. I oh, mean, no, that's he, right. No, he'll never get it. I forgot. Yeah, he won't, he won't even. Yeah. Right, so <laughs> we'll just have to see how this plays out. It's kind of sad that this is still the conversation we're having for now five weeks into the NFL because it can, it can be the thing that, that's, that halts it all together. And the players need to be smarter. That's the end of it. Players need to be smarter. Teams need to be smarter. And they need to be held accountable for their actions or lack thereof. Moving on. We have the NBA finals going on right now. And without going into like who wins the championship, I just want to get your take on who wins the MVP. And I'm going to throw this question to Jay. You mean the, the finals MVP? Obviously. Finals MVP, yes, because we know who won the MVP of the season. He's right. not playing. He's not in the bubble no more. Um, I think it has to be LeBron only because AD would have to average 40-plus consistently, and there's not enough games left for him to do that. He, if, he has a, if he has 250 balls, like 250, 250 games. I'm sorry, what? Talking about bowling balls? Yeah, man. Um, if he had two two like back to back fifties, then um, he makes a very 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 strong case. But at the same at, at the case that, at the level he's at now, he's he's basically playing along with LeBron. He's playing LeBron's level. That's not going to get it. LeBron's going to take it easily. You know. On the Heat side, if let, let's play devil's advocate, let's say the Heat somehow find a way to win the NBA championship, I think it's it's a landslide with Jimmy Butler winning MVP for the Heat. So that's that's that goes without saying, right? True. But I think it's interesting when you get to the Lakers side of it because LeBron has been consistent. AD's been consistent too. With the with the added that he sometimes doesn't he takes breaks and he doesn't if he doesn't play early he doesn't get get going early and he gets in the foul trouble he won't have the numbers with his rebounds and his even even the shots he takes like he one game he took like nine shots like he was six for nine you know so that's not contributing to a Lakers win and overall a Lakers winning a championship LeBron consistently has been putting up. 25, 8, 9, roughly. That's been his average. Like, he's almost averaging a triple-double throughout the playoffs, like, 
since they since they started. So I think that case alone is the reason why LeBron is the is the winner of the NBA Finals MVP. I don't know, man. I'm gonna bring up a very strong case to say that he's in very very tight competition with Dwight Howard. Yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut you up. Well it, you might as well give it to Rondo. Sports and Things podcast has been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight Howard calls in and says, you niggas tripping. <laughs> yeah. That I mean, you know, be, there true. are some honorable mentions, I guess, if that's the case. Irrelevant. Playoff Rondo has been playoff Rondo, but I don't think you get the MVP because you – no, because he's not, he's not scoring. He's a facilitator. Nah, you know nah what Joe. Nah, Joe. No, I'm not, I'm not saying MVP. No, no, no I'm not saying MVP. I wasn't. No, no, no. I wasn't saying MVP. I said Kuzma. Benches. Yo, shut up. Like Kuzma needs to go. Yeah. Let's start. The Kuzma needs to go. I need to get that on his T-shirt. Kuzma needs to go. That needs to he be needs my to next be. T-shirt. Look, just, watch him come. Watch him come to the Wizards. Kuzma for Bill. Oh, that's disrespectful. No way. If you make but that, that trade, would that would be the Wizards' way. I, the Wizards way, not the Lakers though. I guess the Lakers. The Lakers getting Lakers Bill. would take Bill. Yeah, they to get yeah. Bill for Kuzma. Shoot, if I was on the other side of that, I'd take that immediately. Yeah, and that's it. You just you just give up. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, I, you know it's it's. I, I think like it's interesting. We say who wins MVP. I think the majority are going to go with LeBron. Okay, so what happens if the Heat win? Jimmy Who's Butler. MVP? Yeah, oh, you said that. Oh. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, hands down. He, he Hi, my name is John. I'm in this podcast yeah. called Sports and Things. <laughs> I, also, uh, I also don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> so so the, I'm going to go with the, the quarterback that you guys, that I, I recommended that would help the uh, Washington football team make the playoffs. You said quarterback. Uh, Jesus would have to be the MVP for the Miami Heat to win this series. <laughs> so, he, so he's a two sport guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so he's Deion Sanders playing two sports uh-huh. at the same time. <laughs> that's a that's a dope documentary, by the way. Have y'all seen that? Uh, the Thirty Sanders? for Thirty on Deion Sanders. I, I don't believe it. I have. Whoo! Y'all got to see that. I imagine it, was, it is just because Deion's a personality. He's super. Well, like, they yeah. they specifically talk about the day that Dion had to he had to play a football game with the Falcons and he had to play a playoff game with mm-hmm. the Braves in yeah. the same day. Yeah, the oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He did a Bo and Jackson. The, <laughs> and the Braves, well, Bo Jackson never, he never played the uh, two, um, two sports in one day. Ah. So they talked about how the Braves thought that, you know, the Braves fans were, yeah, they were like, yo, you need to, you need to be more, uh, focused on us, more yeah. loyal to us. Yeah. Yep. We're in the playoffs, and you you going to play football? And Wait, Dion who was, was like, Dion with at the time? He was with the the Reds then, or no? He was with the Braves and the Falcons. The Braves and the Falcons. We both. In oh, 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 oh! So he's in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. dope documentary. Y'all gotta check that out. I might have to check it. It's on. It's a thirty for thirty. You said it's a thirty for thirty. I forgot what it's called. All right. It's almost it's as good. Prime as, time. Um, Things called prime time. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I, it's almost as good as the documentary about the uh, the um, the guy who uh, 
caught that foul ball for the Chicago Cubs and oh, yeah. completely oh, ruined uh, yep. <laughs> ruined their chances of going to the uh, Steve Bartman. That was his name. Mm-hmm. Dude, we need another two sport dude, a baseball football dude like that again. That's that was kind of cool. That's never going to happen again. Never again. Not in this, not not now. Not the temperament now. It's never happening. Not with all these concussion protocols and shit. Yeah, there's no way that that's It's not even that. It's just that you play your sport now year-round, no matter what. You work on your sport year-round. So you Especially now with COVID. You don't have time. <laughs> I mean, but you just don't have time to even be COVID. anything else. So are you going to leave the bubble to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if they got a bubble. It's not my bubble. Right. Go to the batter cages. You going to another bubble to play what? In the playoffs? Playoffs? It's, it's just no way in, in the way that the world of sports works right now that you can do that and it be effective. Like, you would miss games across the board. Like, and Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to miss games. And it's just – I mean, I guess – Hell, even with load management, it wouldn't work. Like, you can't – because you're going to load manage – like you gonna load manage your sport? Like you gonna have to? Yeah, I'm gonna have to take. It. Yeah, that's see, that's different that's, for load management. Because if you load managing and then running out playing somewhere else, you're not really load managing. You double dipping, right? Double dipping. By the way, I just <laughs> wanted to add. Why can't you play add, um, our game? I just wanted to add. Going back to local sports real quick, I just wanted to add that the Capitals made some offseason trades today. Uh, obviously, Braden Hopi is no longer on the team. And we signed uh, a guy who has been a thorn on Alex Ovechkin's side his entire career. Uh, Henrik Lundqvist of the mm-hmm. New York Rangers signed a one-year deal with us today, which I think is fantastic. And I really, really hope, even if it's a one-year deal, that we can get him a ring because he has been searching for a ring his entire career, and he definitely deserves one. Um, NHL draft happened. Um uh, I can never pronounce the guy's name, but our but our first our first round pick uh, is a defenseman who's very 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 good, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing seeing him play. I'm not exactly sure if he'll start or if he'll go to the the minor leagues first, um, and then um, in baseball, shit, the Nationals suck. <laughs> I'm like, are we doing are we doing honorable mentions right now, right? <laughs> this is the honorable mentions. No, but right. I will say that my my pick my pick to win the uh, World Series uh, beat the Yankees. So Tampa Bay's Tampa Bay's still still on it. I'm looking forward to it. Although the writing's on the wall right now, Houston and and LA are in it as well. So we'll see we'll see what happens. Well, you know. I guess we wrapping. We're going to take another break, but just to just to wrap all this up, um, go LeBron. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what else to say. It's well, like we'll see what happens. Like, and we'll be back in two and two. <laughs> two and two. What was that dude's name? Chuck Woolery. Chuck, Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. Love son, connection, man. Right? Son, son got COVID after he believed COVID was a hoax. Love wow. Are you serious? Yeah, man. He was like, yeah, COVID is not, it's not real. Uh, I want to apologize to everybody that has COVID. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly. In the it's same home. sentence? He said it in the all same sentence? That. He took all a breath? He took one of those Trump breaths? And was like, yeah, man. That's what it's called now. You take a Trump breath. <laughs> and then you make another statement. <laughs> it's cold, man. It's cold. Hey, listen. It's cold out here. It's icy. It's icy. 
<laughs> All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to get into the entertainment parts of sports and things. We'll be back. Yo, yo. Just wanted to let you know where you can find us online. Uh, if you're on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at Sports and Things. That's S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore A-N-D underscore T-H-I-N-G-Z. Sports and Things. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at I-Z Sports. That's capital I, capital Z, S-P-O-R-T-Z. Again, I-Z Sports on Twitter. You can go there for the latest updates and really just in general, keep up with the Sports and Things team. When you get there, be sure to click that follow button if you haven't already. And now, back to our episode. Y'all be easy. Peace. And welcome back to Sports and Things. I'm your host, Dennis Turner, with the fellas. Um, I'm going to give this segment, we're going to start this out with John Lane, Talking about Britney Spears, <laughs> like I, I don't, I'm not laughing at Britney Spears, but John has a story that he wants to share with the world about Britney Spears. Uh, apparently, an article came out this week. So, uh, yeah. yeah so this this actually goes back to um, I first read about this article, and you're gonna have to forgive me because I cannot remember who wrote the article. So I apologize, but it came out this summer, and this all started when. Um, Britney started posting photos on her Instagram uh, and people were really, really concerned about her because they were very, she looked very awkward in them. She didn't look normal in them. Um, When you watch it, it's obviously somebody holding her phone while she's talking into uh, talking to her fans. Uh, But her eyes are very jittery. It almost looks like she's reading a cue card. She's uh, she's speaking very nervously um, the way that she's dressed is not normal. And so a story came out about Brittany that um, she's going through this situation with her father. So the story goes is that before Britney Spears became Britney, she was in the Mickey Mouse Club. And when a record executive came to her and said that they wanted to sign her to a major record deal, uh, obviously she said yes. But someone was also getting signed on the same record label at the same time. And it was Christina Aguilera. And believe it or not, Britney and Christina sounded exactly the same. Believe it or not. So the record labels told Britney that she had more of a bubblegum type of uh, look to her. And Christina kind of gave off more of a, a, a sexual look. So they wanted Britney to change her voice so that she would be more catered to a younger crowd. More Barbie. And yeah, more Barbie-ish. And she would make more money, which was true. So they, she had to untrain her voice so that she could sound the way that we know her today. Um, Just a very nasally tone that became very, very annoying. And of course, she got a lot of flack for it. A lot of people hated how she sounded. They didn't think she had a single talent in her body. And um, and so years and years after she made millions and millions touring and putting out records, um, she wanted to come out with an album that she wanted to do herself because none of the songs that she came out with in her first two albums she wrote, she didn't write any of those songs. So she wanted to write her own songs and she wanted to play she wanted to actually play her own instruments and the record label said, no, they wanted her to keep doing what she was doing. And so she somehow um, 
got out of that record contract and she fired her manager and her father took over. So her father managed the, to go to court with, with her and got her out of her deal. And as a result, her father made Britney sign some contract where Britney cannot make a single decision without her doing. Because Britney was in the mind state of all of this turmoil with being hated by a lot of people, the fact that she is singing in a style that she's not used to singing in, it fucked up her vocal cords because that's not how she normally sings. Um, her relationship with Kevin Federline and before that with Justin Timberlake and just being a famous person really, really fucked with her mental. And so her father wanted to take care of her. So he made her sign basically her entire life over to him. Well, now her father's taking advantage of her. So she's not allowed to do anything without his okay. She's not allowed to go and hang out with friends. She's not allowed to see family members. She's not allowed to do shows. She's not allowed to do tours. She can't even really have a boyfriend without her father's consent. And for about five, six years, people have been trying to somehow get her out of this deal with her father. But her father just has her locked down. So the story that came out today, uh, her lawyer named Sam, uh, Sam Ingham uh, talked to a judge and a judge, I guess, was basically trying to uh, get Brittany to sign a sworn declaration about her conservative case or something like that. And her lawyer said that she is not capable of signing it because her mental is that of someone who is comatose, like somebody who is dead. <laughs> Her lawyer actually said that her mental capacity is that of someone who's dead. So it is a very, um, very concerning situation that Brittany is going through. If you can go all the way back to what happened to her in the beginning with her having to change up her whole style, record labels telling her she had it to sound a certain way, record labels telling her she had to try and date Justin Timberlake, record labels telling her she could not put music out by herself, or release her own type of music, and then her finally getting out of that, and then doing uh, um, uh, a Vegas a Vegas show for two years. She's out of that now, um, and the decline of Britney has been severely, very severely sad. That it's made me think about what she's really gone through because none of us knew any of this stuff. We just thought it was just this white girl who sounded like shit when she sang. But we're now all finding out that she actually had a beautiful voice and she could actually sing really well. But to make millions and millions of dollars, she had to sound like shit. So that's the story that is is currently out right now. I'm not sure where she is with her relationship with her dad. But if you go to her Instagram page, it's 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 weird. <laughs> It's well, weird. She's always, had a bad, she's always had a bad relationship with her, with her parents in general because she always thought they were trying to take advantage of her stardom and trying to take their money. So that's that's kind of been an ongoing thing for years, which, of course, goes in line with what you're saying. Her dad made her sign this contract. But also you have to remember 
she may have now come in contact with someone that has given that has given her a plan in order to get out. We have to, this is the same way, how do I beat a murder charge? You have to prove insanity. So you have to act like you can't take this test, like you can't do this. So I'm gonna tell people you're coming to. You can snap out of it in five years after we win the case. But, and I'm not saying that's what you're doing. I'm just saying that there are other angles to this that you have to- But the art, but the article says that the judge asked his, asked her lawyer right. if she could sign the declaration so that she could give a firsthand account of her feelings. And the lawyer said, no, she's not capable of doing it. Now, maybe to your point, Jay, maybe it's because the lawyer believes that Brittany will say things that are not correct. She may say things that might reveal that her mental is really, really fucked up. I don't know. But I just find it interesting that her lawyer is... I mean, imagine someone telling you that your mental is that of a dead person. Also, her lawyer could be on the dad side, too. Since it came from her lawyer, I agree with your first take, Jay, that it's it's strategy. Um, And that it's not as bad as what he's putting it out to be. That's just their way of beating this. We can get this whole, we can can, can get your contract with your dad voided if we can prove that even back in XYZ year, you weren't in a mental capacity to to give power of attorney to somebody. Boom. I mean, she's got this massive social media movement right now. It's called Free Britney. Right. So if you go, if you go online, if you go to Instagram, you type in Free Britney, you'll see everything. They'll, they'll, They'll talk about all the details. Uh, trying to free her from her um, uh, uh, conservatorship. Uh, but, you know, her her lawyers basically said that she's not able to even do, like, fairly basic things mm-hmm. at this moment. So, yeah, maybe you're right, Jay. Maybe it is just, like, this this lawyer strategy. But, but hasn't Brittany had, like, issues? Like, they've been saying she's been having, like, mental issues over the years. Like, she, yeah. that problem, she, she shaved her head, head yeah. and... Mm-hmm. I, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not trying this, to discredit this goes anything. Back. This I goes, think this I goes think it's years, man. This goes way, way back. And all I mean, of this, this, all of this could have been like, yo, how can I get out of this contract? Like, you got to prove you weren't of sound mind and body. That's her. That's it. been her entire life. That's been the narrative of her entire life. How can I get out of this record contract? How can I get out of this contract with my father? How can I get out of this contract with this this other record label? You got to prove you, you know? weren't sane. You said, you said that she sounded like Christina Aguilera at first? They said that the wow. record label said that they both sounded exactly the same because they were both on the Mickey Mouse Club together. Mm-hmm. And they said that they both sounded exactly the same. I can see it. But they had two different looks. Brittany looked more bubblegumish. Mm-hmm. She had like this bubblegum style uh, to her. And Christina had like this slutty sexual look on, uh, to her. So uh, they thought Christina Aguilera could appeal to a more older crowd and Britney would have a broader uh, audience and she would make more money, which is in fact what happened because she had little girls who would go to her concerts. Yeah, And so yeah, she made twice big. as much money as, as Christina Aguilera, but look what happened. So, so it's just real sad. Man. It's a, it sounds like a really horrendous story, man. I, you know, I, Mental health is is something that we we don't joke about at all. Like it's it's a real thing, and people who need help should get help. So, you know, I, I 
I hope and pray that, you know, for her and her, and her family, you know, you know, and that she is, you know, okay. And yeah. It's not nothing that that's really, that's going to be, we, we seen too many times with people who are in the limelight or in the spotlight, it just becomes like the, it, it's to their detriment. Like they don't, they don't make it out of those situations and they become, they become the horror stories or they became like the cautionary tale, you, you know, and Brittany has been famous for a very long time and she's been in the spotlight for a very long time. And I just hope that for her sake, you know, and for her well-being that she gets the help that she needs. Um, yeah. I mean, we've seen it. I mean, when she shaved her head and went on that crazy rant, you know, uh, she was like out in the middle of the street with, a, uh, I think chasing paparazzi and just, just, just real sad, man. Real sad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, 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 we sitting out prayers for her and, you know, and hope that she gets the help that she needs. Um, moving on to the next subject, um, not to, not to downplay that one, but since we're talking artists, we're going to go into the artist of the week segment. And, um, I guess we can start with Trey. Um, so my artist of the week is none other than the Mr. Eddie Van Halen. Rest in peace. Yes. We lost him this week. Yes. Um, one of the um, most amazing rock guitar players in history. Um, so rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Uh, Jay Hill? Well, uh, I'm going to go with the little known duo um, from the ATL, operating under the crooked American system for too long, Outcast. Pronounced outcast. That's my artist. Okay, John. Um, I'm gonna take it way, way, way back. Um, my artist. Well, I'm not gonna take it too far back. My artist of the week is Wynton Marsalis, uh, someone who is noted as a icon and a legend, but does have quite a few haters. He can. Uh, he's, he's, there have been some stories about him. Uh, just being not a very nice person, but I, I've met him uh, a few times and luckily he's been really nice to me. Um, but, you know, musically, he's just been an, uh, an inspiration to a lot of jazz musicians and non-jazz musicians. Um, he was called to be the first music director of The Tonight Show uh, when Jay Leno uh, took over. Jay Leno wanted Wynton Marsalis to be the band leader. And Wynton Marsalis said, you guys are crazy. You call someone else. So they called his brother Branford, and Branford was was the guy. So my artist of the week is Wynton Marsalis. Nice. Um Branford made a lot of money doing that. Yeah, for about yeah, a did. couple of years and then he, he left. Um and then by the way, had, uh, by the way, rest in peace, rest in peace, uh John, Johnny Nash. He died he died this week too. Uh, the guy yeah. who wrote oh. I Can See Clearly Now. Yeah. Who else uh who else was who took over after uh after uh um Kevin Eubanks. Kevin Eubanks. I remember Kevin Eubanks. He always had that laugh. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> that laugh. Um, my artist of the week is actually a group um, called Jing Chi. Um, oh, had, yeah. He had a record come out called The Hong Kong Incident. And it's, it's yes. you know, it's it's all guys that we love. Jimmy Hazlitt, Vinnie Kaliula. Uh, I forgot who the guitar player was. Uh, um, uh, oh, I forgot too. Is it yeah. uh, uh sh- Jeez, I'll find. I'll find it. I forgot his name. Yeah, too. but I I got I got hip to the record um, this week actually. Um, uh, Robin Ford. 
Robin Ford, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like Jazz Fusion that came out uh, 2002. So if you get a chance, check that record out. It's a pretty dope record. It, it opens your ears up, you know, and it's just, you know, Jimmy's one of my favorite bass players of all time. So, you know. And What's many, it called again? Uh, Jing Chi Live. Yeah, it's a great, great record. Vinny yeah. plays his freaking ass off. Yeah, on that it's album. it's it's amazing, bro. It's it's like they 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 all kind of going for blood. <laughs> My yeah. artist of the week is LeBron James. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 nah, but it's a dope record. Um, check it out, and you know, okay, and, and that's the show, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We um. As always, this is Sports and Things. You can check us out on all your major podcast platforms. Um, hit us on Twitter. Hit us on Instagram. On Twitter, it's at IZ Sports. On Instagram, it's at Sports and Things. And um, check us out on Unhinged, too. Uh, we're glad to be a part of the Unhinged family. Um, this is our Saturday first show. Saturday, 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 Saturday at noon. Check Saturday us out. Noon. Check out their lineup. Um check out all the artists that we recommended and we'll see you next week (laughs) peace Into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got they mics and gizmos, podcast rep up for DC, what it is, mo. Yeah, we talking sports and things from rookies who bore the vets about to get more rings, plus more things like a jam session or something. Then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping over podcasts and steady every O. You want more than that whole hum, so here we go. Yeah, we go from bars to beats to podcast or Astro Turf with balls and cleats like that, y'all. Talking sports and things, talking sports and things. Priest the Nomad, uh, talking sports and things. We talking sports and things. D Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things. Baby, we talking sports and things. Trey Illy, Jake Hill, talking sports and things. Talking sports and things. DC, baby. for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.